Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sisters, we are building a school. That is right. We are partnering with Nguvu to build the Bright Future Academy School in Tamale, Ghana. Nguvu is the Swahili word for strength. And Nguvu Foundation aims to serve underprivileged communities in Ghana by partnering with over 1,500 women to pick and produce shea butter and its byproducts, providing them with fair pay and opportunities to support their families. These women are truly strong, capable and productive. However, sisters, we want to support them with a challenge that they face daily. Let us explain. These women are often the sole caretakers and breadwinners of their families. And due to the predominance of poverty, they do not have access to nurseries or can provide some kind of care provision for their children whilst they work. So we are building the Bright Future Academy, which is a free preschool that will provide a safe environment and a high quality education for the children of these hardworking women. Our aim is to raise 10000 pounds in the next six months to be able to build furnish staff and open this school in early 2024 and we need your help to do that so please please donate and you can always find out more information over at twomysisters.com or in the youtube description or in our show notes help us to support our sisters in tamale by providing their children with a quality education and a bright future This man has been married for four years, doesn't wear a wedding ring and has no indication on his social media that he has a wife. The proliferation of cheating is rampant. And I hate that men's value has been placed so much in the acquisition of things and the acquisition of things has now included women. women. We are having conversations about cheating in women's spheres to women and men are going scot-free. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee and I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode we are going to be talking about the normalization of cheating adultery infidelity side chicks breaking boundaries all of these things from reality tv to internet trends to high value man content so many people are talking about how we as women as we pursue dating and holding our dating standards may have to accommodate cheating because that's just how the cookie crumbles I don't want that cookie. The cookie tastes disgusting. <laughs> Crumble over there. In fact, it's moldy. It's <laughs> But we're going to talk about it. How did we get here? What does Child. it mean for us having dating standards? What does it mean to set boundaries in oh, relationships? No. All of the questions are going to be asked. We are just going to have a good old chinwag, sister. So Damn. we hope that you strap in and enjoy. But before we get into it, housekeeping announcements. Any housekeeping announcements? Do we have enough? 
New Orleans. Oh, we are like two weeks away from going to New Orleans. If you would like to join us during Essence Festival weekend whilst we're in NOLA, okay, for a brunch, then Come you can now. grab your ticket using the link in the description straight onto the Sorted Chalet website and book your place. We would love to brunch with you, kiki with you, hug you, talk, all of that jazz, as well as just enjoy the fun good time. that is about to be happening in New Orleans. It's good about to be a good time. Good time, good, good food, time. like being in NOLA, mm-hmm. the weather is hot in Essence Festival, all about our girls. Come on down. And you may even see us about, you may even spot us doing some a little bit here a little bit if there. you spot a wild courtney and renee come say come hi. and say hi give her come and give us a tap on the shoulder like, hey now. sis we're ready we're, we're ready. ready we're ready next housekeeping we are so appreciative to you if you have donated to building the bright future academy <laughs> honestly for all of your support for everyone who has been encouraging us mm-hmm. but also those of you who have actually donated we know that we are living in a costly lives cost of living crisis, crisis. but so many of you have been so sacrificial and so supportive in helping us provide the women in tamale ghana with free childcare and a quality education for their children as we build the bright future academy in partnership with nguvu foundation And so we are really appreciative. We announced last week and we are still, you know, pedaling forward. We are over the halfway mark and we want to hit that 10K mark ASAP. And so click the link in our description. It's simply tomysisters.com forward slash donate. But you can donate any little helps as Tesco says. And we do appreciate all of your support. We will be posting video updates, probably like over this video, but also on the IG and so make sure that you are plugged into our socials to be able to see the progress because we are building as we go in hopes that this school will be finished in the next six months insane crazy sisters thank you so so much like you know it always boggles my mind just how much folks put their money where their mouth is and this is something that we've wanted to do for a hot minute we thought we were gonna pull this off in like year 10 of the sisterhood here we are just about get into year three and this is what we're achieving it's crazy world domination is next so please <laughs> sisters if you haven't already donated or if you haven't please already do. gingered somebody else that probably should donate especially the mandem please 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 we would love it if you would support us in this initiative 100 percent. is there anything else that we need to notify clean up no housekeeping just you know get your copy of the two my sisters yes book if you yes already. can you imagine it's already been three months crazy since we published our book it has been insane and we are so appreciative of everyone who has gotten their own copy listen to the audio book sisters if you can leave us a review on amazon or on um audible or wherever you read books and you can leave a review (laughs) child please let the world know that you are loving it if you have some constructive criticism if you hate it just leave a review we need if you do info. hate it though just say you know send us email or something i'm sure I we can mean, work we can controversy helps if sometimes you, like we can afford to give you a small offer <laughs> <laughs> not a bribe <laughs> 
you can't say that on the <laughs> podcast, but we can give you a small <laughs> offering. Um, <laughs> a token, if you will. A token, just to, you know, uh, a penny or three or five <laughs> for your thoughts to not be shared. Um, no, I'm trying. <laughs> but for real, honestly, if you are um, listening or reading the To My Sisters book, then please leave us a review so that the world knows what it is that we are doing, that it will hopefully be our first book of many. And we want to know how you found it so that we can work on the next one. Yeah. You hearing what I'm saying? Hearing what I'm putting out? There we go. So, <laughs> I was like, the turbulence. <laughs> but number two, the turbulence. The turbulence. Anyways, sisters, somebody is in need of help. And so you know what time Dial. it is. It's time for a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's go. This one's actually quite relevant to today's episode. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my beautiful sisters. Oh, I am a 20. I know, beautiful. so sweet. Wow. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> I am a 25 year old female and I recently started a new job and have been working there for five months. Nice. I've become close with a male 34 year old coworker Ooh. who is very attractive and flirtatious towards me. Mm-hmm. Our personalities are very similar, which has attracted me towards him in regards to playfulness, banter, talkative, very social. We have become close over the past few months. He mm. has been sending me very flirtatious memes on Instagram, okay. which I assume was him implying that he was attracted to me and wanted something more during work hours he has asked me to go on walks with him on our lunch break and Mm. we go out for about 30 minutes only us he sends me playful emails about something that might have happened earlier and often seeks me out at work just to annoy me and leaves me notes at my desk i was getting really attached to him and romantic feelings started to develop since i thought he would be a great potential romantic partner but only three weeks ago i was having a conversation with him about trying to find a boyfriend and jokingly asked him to find me someone he replied saying i don't do that anymore since i I'm married. This man has been married for four years, doesn't wear a wedding ring, and has no indication on his social media that he has a wife. Four exclamation marks, three question marks. Good God. Sisters, I have been bamboozled. I can't describe the shock and the heartache I felt in that moment, but Mm. played it so cool and asked him more questions about his wife and marriage, which he refused to answer and said he doesn't want to talk about it since, quote unquote, it's private. After this, I kept my distance at work from him, but he still sends me memes on Insta, which Mm -hmm. has been less, which have been less flirty. Last week, I had to go out on a house visit with him i had no choice to see a client Mm. after the house visit we went to get coffee and we had a chat about life and he was giving me advice about investing he also said to me that he would have asked me out if he wasn't married i ignored his comment and changed the topic about my future work plans but sisters i'm just confused on how someone who has made a commitment to their partner could seek out attention from a younger female at work and feel comfortable about doing this i am still trying to get my head around this and make it make sense i'm a little upset with myself and how easily i was manipulated in believing that he was a single man and that our co-worker relationship could be something more i would just like to have some of your wise insights into the situation so that it can help me understand what was going on in his mind and prevent this from happening again i'm still keeping my distance from him and never want to engage with his nonsense again Mm, thank you sisters for sharing all your wisdom and inspiring me to become a better person slash sister sending you lots 
of love from Australia. Oh, deep down under. Down under. Ah, nonsense is downstairs as well. Uh, I'm telling you, as well as upstairs. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, First of all, sis, thank you so, so much. Me too, I'm confused. Okay, me too, I'm confused. And I just want to let you know, and all the sisters listening in that have been in this like similar situation, because I think it's actually a lot more Common. common than folks will let on. This is not your fault I at all. I think you've actually played it very, very well. 100. I don't think, I think considering there was no indication that this man was married or in a relationship, he was initiating a lot of the flirtatious conversation and a lot of the flirtation just in general. And he was the one who wasn't even upfront about the fact that he was married. Like mm-hmm. you're the one that had to probe and be like, hey, I'm looking yeah. for a boyfriend. You know, I think you played it extremely well. And the and way I think, he just casually tried to slip it in, like, oh, I want to do that. I'm married. And the whole mm-hmm. thing of like, this is private. I don't know what's private private about being married it's a public declaration that you are committed to somebody romantically unless they're a side chick unless you have like i just that's what frustrates me so so much because it's clear that that man hates his wife (laughs) no 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 because there's been too many there's actually been too many situations where there's men especially on things like social media but also in public they're not giving off married energy. Yeah. They're not giving off. I'm committed. They're right. not giving off. I'm in a relationship with somebody that I take seriously. So I want you to know, first and foremost, this is not your fault. You were bamboozled, but there's barely anything that you could have done to prevent yourself from being yeah. bamboozled because you're not the one that initiated a lot of the conversations. Mm. And you're also not the one that initiated any form of deception. You played your cards close. Like you were just out here yeah. and that's fine. Like you weren't going to work or you didn't sign up to work to be looking to be with someone you go to work to work because money have to make so like if a man comes along then he does and I think what I also don't like is folks will controversial in terms of like age difference and stuff like that but this man is 34 years old he should know better Mm. he should do better Mm. he should be better and considering like the age gap I know folks will say you know you're an adult and stuff like that but I do think considering that you're married considering that you're older considering that you actually probably have more life experience this is giving me manipulative Mm. this is giving me um you're a bit of a harlot um this is giving me have your cake and eat it and i think it speaks to again the episode but also speaks to a growing worrying trend of people who think that they can have their cake and eat it too i'm sure you're beautiful sis Mm -hmm. i'm sure you are drawing heads turning heads people are looking at you like wow she's pretty and you know youthful and i think there's nothing wrong with being that. I think the blame really has to rest on this guy mm. insofar as when you are married, you are, I don't know what the setup of their marriage is, but when they are, you are, you know, married, I'm going to assume that this is a close relationship. I'm going to assume. Um, I think, <laughs> I will wait till we get onto the episode before I touch into that in detail. Mm. But I do think that there is a, duty of care around safeguarding your marriage and duty of care around safeguarding your commitment in so far as making it very very clear that you're in a committed relationship mm. so the whole not wearing your wedding band the whole you know just not making it very clear that you're married and then also transgressing a lot of boundaries doesn't personally sit well with me mm-hmm. and it looks and sounds like it doesn't sit well with you i think the only thing that you can do is be very very clear about your boundaries moving forward yeah. and i think don't be afraid to articulate some of your thoughts as well, right? I know that it's a bit awkward because obviously you have a working relationship with this person, but I think always underpinning a lot of your engagements with him with a, hey, I I really feel uncomfortable because I feel like this is transgressing what I feel is comfortable for a working relationship. Mm -hmm. I would appreciate if moving forward, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. I think being clear and not playing the whole game of like toe in the line will be 
um, will work in your favor. And I think given, again, the power dynamic, I know it might make you feel uncomfortable, especially being younger or being a female navigating the workplace. Mm. But I think the best way that you can play it moving forward, because I don't think that there's any issue with the way that you've played it so far, is being very clear about those boundaries, being very clear about the fact that you're not interested romantically. This is giving you a little bit of like uncomfortable vibes. Um, and if he doesn't honor those boundaries, ring, ring, ponder HR. <laughs> that part ring ring ponder hr that part. because you don't go to work to feel uncomfortable at all especially when it comes to you know engaging with men um romantic versus you know the professional we've now seen that this is an issue this man is married he's committed yeah. and you are not the kind of person that is interested in somebody that is married 100%. point blank period, period case closed and the if that man wants to open a case then we open a case with hr baby that's it <laughs> that is it because um, it's is definitely giving why are you hiding this so why do you yeah like, do you know what i mean and again that's nothing very very much nothing to do with you i think it's very difficult to again i don't want to like project and assume because he could be very well in an open marriage or he could be very well in um some kind of arrangement where you know they both feel comfortable enough to be private about their marriage yeah but to you from what it sounds like you're not comfortable with that and i don't think that there's any reason that you should be comfortable with that and mm. there's no reason for you to not articulate your discomfort with yeah. that too um so yeah the only thing that i would say is this just make sure that you are very clear moving forward you don't want to interact with him in this way it is strictly professional um when you're having conversations we stick to investing stick to you know what work. kathy was doing at work yeah. etc stick to that and if it does you know move over to things that you're uncomfortable with you gotta tell that man it's private too just like, like his can, marriage you need to remind him of the fact he's married you i think sometimes him. like with situations like this and actually i echo everything that you said it's absolutely um spot on i think with this situation one well done for maintaining your own standards and your right. own boundaries because it could have been very easy to start you know messing around with something that does not belong to you Hello. especially because he's not honoring and again, like you said about presumptions and projections, but he's not really honoring the boundaries that are in his marriage, maybe. Um, you could have easily violated those two. So good looking out and right. good being a sister and upholding that kind of girl code, as well as just standing by your own personal values that say, I don't want to be involved with someone who is married um, because he's really making it easy for you to transgress. How can you be married for four years? And you casually drop in a conversation randomly like, oh, no, I don't do that. I'm married. And you know what? How? Courtney, genuinely, because the people that I know that I work with, yeah, in different teams, the first thing they'll say is my I'm husband, my, my husband, partner, my wife, my, my partner. Wife. We just had our doctor. They will find a way to edge Clarity. In. And this I get married. it. Like marriage shouldn't be your entire personality. I get that. But I think we have we have swung too far into the opposite direction where people are now operating in illusions and complete deception which oh. is if you don't ask i won't tell there are some things you gotta tell why me why do you hate your partner that you're even Thank the whole social you. media because there's a lot of guys that will do that we'll 100%. deal with you in a second a lot of guys no, no, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry we'll someone just popped you. into my we, we, brain <laughs> <laughs> i'll make a me wicked no 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 your partner actually hates you and I don't care who comes for me for this, but I genuinely think that your partner hates you if they make no indication to anybody in the public or on social media that they're that married. You are. And I get married. the whole like, oh, I'm trying to keep my life private. Nah, There's a bruv. difference between privacy nah. and secrecy. Right. And secrecy is with the intent to deceive and the intent to manipulate. And a lot of people are keeping these things secret, right? And hoping that not a lot of people are aware and privy to it because they know once people become aware, it closes 
notice certain doors which they should right. have closed they should have closed on their own but they want to leave open exactly what you're saying it's having the cake and eating it and so in this situation there isn't actually much um solace or comfort that we can give to you <laughs> just know that this man is trifling um and keep your boundaries. I love exactly what you said. Like, I think you need to communicate to him. I don't feel comfortable with this line of conversation. I don't feel comfortable when you send me these messages anymore, especially considering the fact that you are married. And I think you need to let him know that that's actually the issue here. You are crossing boundaries with me and I don't like that. And just because you are colleagues, it doesn't mean you need to be key, key, keying all the time, right? right? No, I think no, that's no. another thing. Like, I get it. You need to create social relationships within your workplace, but there are professional social relationships and then personal social relationships. Absolutely. And you should have no kind of personal social relationship with this guy. And if it makes you uncomfortable, then girl, you need to tell this man or you need to tell HR. Ring, ring. Because the next step is telling his wife. Hello. This brings us on to the main conversation, which is, damn, how did we get here? We need to stop ASAP. How did we get here? And the reason why this comes to my mind is obviously the last few episodes, Mm -hmm. like we've been talking about different kind of relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, relationship dynamics, sorry, like polyamory Mm -hmm. or polygamy, um, as well as just, you know, love lessons that we have been sharing. And we have always made it clear that because of our personal values, you don't have to agree. Thank you. (laughs) You don't have to agree. And if you don't agree, this might not be the podcast for you. Um, Because of our personal values whether related to faith or just our moral compass monogamy is something that we hold very highly um and so i'm sure that a lot of you listening may also relate to that and so let's go with that context um with that being said i think a lot of people have seen different content different social trends reality tv Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, but even patterns maybe in their own life in their own family dynamics where they have seen the effects or maybe lack thereof of adultery Mm. or of infidelity and we are talking i would say i am talking more so about in marriage um or in a high level of commitment so not just you know casual dating but actually we've decided to be committed to one another whether that be manifest through marriage Mm -hmm. or just you know cohabiting but you know a vow to one another through word i think some people have seen cheating Mm. and they've seen the effects and yet we seem to be living in a time where the proliferation of cheating is rampant oh and my question first is how do we get here and actually also maybe prefacing that Mm. is that actually the case Mm. because there's one thing about social media and the things that social media gives platform to which are you know the sensationalizing videos the things that make Mm. your jaw drop and those can create an illusion that something is more um prevalent than it actually is so one is that actually the case but also, how do we get here? Right, right. Since you got your new glasses and your degrees and you Big know girl, some stuff. You know what? You know what? I knew it was... It, when, when, when we discussed this topic, I said, baby, let me get my glasses for this one. Then they're real cute, huh? Thinking. I love it. Oh, my God. I, I like You miseducated. I babe. We need to... And the thing is, I can't even say we need to go back because there's problems at every single age, yeah. right? Like, as much as things like marriage were held in such high esteem previously... We were still dealing with high amounts of, you know, systemic abuse, financial abuse, abuse that was normalized within the context of marriage. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a general disparaging sentiment towards marriage that is prevalent now because of, you know, what we've, what has happened or what has predated this conversation. Is this the case first and foremost? Yes and no. So I think obviously with anything, 
it will be very much dependent on who you have in your communities, who it is that you have um, around you. Um, what is normal for you is very much dictated by the environment that you're in. Cultural. However, I cannot deny the fact that social media, and we've spoken about this time and time again in our podcast, we have a very symbiotic relationship with social media mm. where we cannot deny the impact of social media on our environment and within yeah. our communities. Yeah. And I think while social media does, sensa- does sensationalize sometimes, it doesn't necessarily lie. lie. For a lot of us, social media has now become the outlet or the platform for a lot of things that we have seen, but yeah. have not been able to give voice to or yeah. not been able to articulate. So whilst it is very much overblown, sensationalized, another one, another one, another one, I think it is rooted in some truth. Yeah. I mean, there are so many people, even within my community and my environment that I speak to, and they're just like, yeah, you know, cheating is normal, or I've experienced this, or right. I've seen somebody experience this, or I've heard of it. So it's become normalized because we're now giving voice to and we're right. now bringing an outlet to have these conversations mm. which were married folks business right. or which were um something to be hidden because people didn't feel comfortable talking about and i think we see the same in a lot of different other issues mm. right so i do think that there's some truth in it in terms of how did we get here i scratch my head and i wonder how did we get here too because the level of depravity that we have seen in today's oh. society is yeah and again i want to underpin our conversation here by saying this is our opinion this is our you opinion. You want to know why? Because this is our podcast. This is our podcast. <laughs> this is our opinion. We might have to do like a couple of disclaimers and that because, you know, sometimes our clips hit the internet and folks start getting mad and angry and stuff like that. And it's like, go out into the world and speak to other people. Do you know what I mean? This is based off of our understanding. You don't have to, you know, engage. And if you are going to engage, then please, please, please come with some kind of compelling argument. Mm. Okay. I, you have license to disagree. 100%. You don't have license to disrespect. Oh, come on, somebody. So if you are going to come and disagree here, please disagree. I, like, we, we love having conversations 100%. with folks. I say that because I think that it is morally egregious that mm. we have normalized cheating and infidelity. Mm. And I've said this before in another um, episode, but it's the normalization, not just of infidelity, but the deception yeah. element, right? It is now normal to deceive people. That's a problem. Yeah. As much as, you know, as much as, you know, like there are people out there that would benefit from having a polyamorous relationship or would like it, right? I hate the fact that we have normalized the enjoyment that comes from deceiving people. Yeah. It's not even just about having your cake and eating it. It's the ha ha ha. I can pull the wool over your mm-hmm. eyes. I can have my cake and eat it, but you don't know that I'm eating this yeah. cake. And then also knowing that there are no social repercussions, especially particularly for men. Mm. There are very few, I would argue, social repercussions for infidelity, Mm. adultery, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that, again, patriarchy is one of the biggest contributors to the normalization of cheating. Because a man's value, for example, is so wrapped up in his capacity to provide. We're not looking at things like character. We're not looking at things like um, moral compass. We're not looking at things like consistency in that particular element. As long as you are a provider, then baby girl, what's the problem? I'm giving you everything that you need. On top of that, in various different contexts, for women, so long has our um, social experience been defined by how can we be a caregiver to men? Right. To the point that there are often people that I've even engaged with personally, but also on a macro level thinking about institutionally, 
if a guy is cheating on you, it's now the woman's fault that he's cheating. You're not giving him what he needs. You're not providing him with his needs whilst he's simultaneously providing you with yours. So I think there's also that element. I think that um, reality TV shows and social media sensationalizing these things, as much as they're bringing an outlet, they're also bringing too much attention to it to the point where it becomes a, oh, desensitization yeah we become so desensitized to infidelity because we've seen it time and time again it becomes the truth of our social experience it becomes the truth of the things that we're always seeing and it becomes so disillusioning to hear another person has cheated like it's almost inevitable and the social narratives around it right it becomes an inevitability there we go even the people that we hold in high self-esteem i think um one of the ones that really shocked me was um nia long yeah her partner cheated on her. And mm. it's, again, people are, were scratching their heads. Like she's so pretty, beautiful, the height of um, desirability for yeah. men. And yet her own partner still cheated on her. Um, we think of some of the the greats, right? Folks like Beyonce mm. or like other folks that we look to and we think, ah, oh, this is the pinnacle right. of like womanhood and beauty and just magnificence. And yet they couldn't escape cheating. Mm. They couldn't ex- escape mm-hmm. infidelity. They couldn't escape adultery. Yeah. Right. And it's just so unfortunate that even the women that we consider the top of their game, the narrative has been normalized that there's nothing that you can do to stop yeah. a man from cheating. Yeah. Um, so I think that has also contributed to how we have gotten here. It's even seeing people that we resonate with. It is seeing um, women at the top of their game. It is seeing these cultural narratives again and again and again around infidelity. Yeah. That has really normalized it. And then on top of that, the unfortunate blossoming. <laughs> no, no, no. The unfortunate blossoming of men's platforms, yeah. particularly red pill yeah. red men's platforms, podcasts, <laughs> content creators, spaces. Spaces. <laughs> where you folks are having conversations mm. around the acquisition of women mm-hmm as opposed to relationship with mm, women. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, like, mm, and the safeguarding two, of women. The safeguarding the of women. The well-being. The well-being. <laughs> There's too much to talk about here, but let me land the plane because I've been speaking. No, nah, but you've been speaking. I am so sick and tired of seeing content which demeans women, yeah. disregards their safety and well-being, constantly looks to hold women accountable, quote-unquote, without having a real genuine conversation around moving forward relationships with women yeah it's always at women it's always to women but is it really with yeah. women and the hate the misogyny that we have nurtured as yeah. a generation particularly by for within men's communities has done nothing but normalize infidelity all the more yeah it becomes almost a means to attack women it becomes almost a means to feel like they've got one up it becomes a power struggle yet again mm. and this is the problem like it always comes down to power can i exert power over this particular person yeah. can i um have access to things that have been denied to me can i have access to the things that make me look like i'm a better yeah. quote-unquote man in society and i hate that men's value has been placed so much in the acquisition of things and the acquisition of things has now included women women. 100% like Pokemon cards it's crazy and I think it is three main things and it's exactly what you said and we've said in past episodes before but it's deception deflection and desensitization Mm -hmm. and those things are really killing us like it's killing our people and it's really damaging the future 
prospects for our relationships and our family dynamics with the deception element a lot of people are finding that they don't actually want the responsibility that comes with romantic relationships. They just want all of the benefits that come with that. And it's unfortunate because oftentimes it is men who hold the power in that situation to cause that imbalance, right? Mm -hmm. To end up being unfaithful, unfortunately, and it be socially accepted. Mm -hmm. Not that women can't cheat, and this is not removing that, you know, power from women to do whatever they want, Mm -hmm. women's rights, women's wrongs as well. But it's more so the social consequence that exists for women when they cheat is far higher because the maintenance of a relationship is often the onus of a woman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so with that, I find that so many women, and this comes to the, the deflection aspect, right? So many women are then questioned as to, wow, how could you have let this happen? Mm-hmm. Well, and even when it happens continuously, right? It's like, oh, you you weren't smart. You picked the wrong person. Um, and we have to even be careful not to fall into those narratives, right? When we are cautioning women to be wise when they are picking, because anything can happen in a relationship. Thanks. But the deflection that happens is oftentimes, you didn't maintain this relationship well. You didn't give this man what he needed. And that's what you see. See the, that's the narrative that you see in the mm. high value man kind of uh, sphere of the internet where it's like, well, you know, you're never going to be enough for your uh, spouse. You're never going to be enough for him. He's going to be enough for you though. And this idea that women can just never be enough. They can, men can never be satisfied with just one person um, really is people just saying, the challenge that comes with monogamy is one that men, a lot of men do not want to accept, which is just faithfulness. Mm. And it is a virtue which needs to be cultivated, but it's not. And and I think this is another thing. When people hear us say stuff like this, they often think, oh, but it's actually quite hard. And no one's taking away from the fact that it's hard. No one's saying that monogamy is easy and you guys just have, you know, this inability to do easy things. Actually, it's a very hard thing. Mm. And what we're telling you is consider the hard things consider the cost of what it is you're signing up for when you say you are trying to commit to somebody because a lot of people are committing without considering the cost Mm -hmm. why would you do that why would you sign up to a contract and in three months you're like actually can't afford it don't actually want it maybe because but i want to keep the phone but i want to keep the phone that is what you call robbery and that's what you call fraud throw the phone away looking at you and that's how you get ccjs okay that's exactly how you get ccjs Um, but the thing is those consequences and ramifications do exist also in our relationships which is your character completely questionable right but oftentimes in society, because of the deflection that exists, we are having conversations about cheating in women's spheres to women and men are going scot-free and men are not being looked at and probed and being told this is actually problematic, Hello. not just by women, but especially by men. And there's this kind of unspoken co-signing that exists within society, which is, well, boys will be boys. And oftentimes that comes from men and boys themselves. And when there isn't, unfortunately, when you exist in a society where there is an imbalance of power between the genders, when men are not reprimanded by men, them being reprimanded by women doesn't really feel like discipline. It doesn't really feel like consequence, especially when you are then in a society which tells women, but you need these men in order to be valuable. You need these men in order to survive and so you then find yourself with the you know the cycle that we've seen aunties grandmothers great-grandmothers of this man ain't no good but we've got to keep him around 
got to start playing rap poison and that. <laughs> you know them videos <laughs> and them songs. Not like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to start playing rap poison. In but we've food. got to keep him around. And I, I want more for men in that aspect because mm. you actually need to have good character as hard as it is it would be nice to be able to say you are an upstanding gentleman right and it's not no no no. and this is not to say and it's back to the deception thing this is not to say that these things are easy because i think you know it's one thing to say oh i would never cheat because morally that is wrong and then to then be in a situation where you are tempted to then be in a situation where it's like damn i am having maybe an emotional affair or i am maybe not getting what it is i need at home Mm. and so i'm not saying this and please this is not me being a me this is not me saying oh man i understand your struggle and your plight i get why you cheat it's more so i get that there is temptation like with anything there will always be temptation and it is very hard to resist temptation but yet the call is still to resist temptation and if you don't do that there are going to be consequences to your actions and i want more women to give consequences to those kind of actions and I don't want that to be robbed from them because what I see is a lot of people try to rob women of their agency to be able to leave or to be able to say I don't like this right. without being told well that's problematic exactly. do you get what I mean and that's exactly. what you often see in the these conversations like you calling out a man on this kind of bad behavior is you causing more problems than needs to be caused and it's like well I'm calling I'm causing the problem Let's start with I would have thought the person who was sticking their genitalia to someone else was causing the problem here right and that's the deflection that happens it's no one is everyone is turning the ammo to women and saying well what are you going to do about this how are you going to create an environment that's conducive to people continuing then in their bad behavior Mm. but still reaping the benefits from a relationship even if it costs you your wellness even if it costs you your sanity even if it costs you your joy right and a lot of women i think are in relationships unhappy but don't think that there's anything more to relationships right and then there's the desensitization aspect then which comes down to well if all men are going to be like this i just need to pick the best of a bad bunch and if this happens i actually shouldn't be shocked and i've i've had conversations with women unfortunately who are almost priming their hearts for heartbreak yeah and just trying to low like really lower their expectations so that they don't get disappointed almost preparing Pre- for literally sabotage. preparing for it preparing for their pain preparing for their heartbreak preparing oh, for the bro. demise of their relationship so that when it or if it happens they aren't too disappointed and then they can continue gross it is absolutely foul and disgusting and i really do um sympathize because i think a lot of us are doing it in various Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
areas of our lives from career to you know dating expectations to mm. whatever we drop the bar really low so that anybody who's slightly above it even if the pits if they're still in the pit of hell still seems impressive and then we end up settling we end up settling in relationships for relationships and my thing here is it's not about doing everything you can to make sure cheating never happens in your relationship right it's more so about what are your expectations and this is something that like has been a running theme for me through this season which is women's expectations are being attacked women's expectations are being damaged and we're being told that we shouldn't hold certain standards for dare i say very simple things which are if you're going to be faithful to me i expect you to actually be faithful to me if you're going to say it i expect you to do it and then we're being told whoa those standards are way too high oh my god but you expect it in return right this idea that I can do hard things as a woman, but you can't. I can't expect that in return because oh, life is also God. hard for this for men. And it's not that life is without challenge. It's more so what are you signing up for and have you considered the cost and are you actually willing to pay that price? And if you're not, you should deal with the consequences of that. Sickening. Absolutely. It's quite sickening. a simple formula. It's actually quite a simple formula. And I find that with our generation, relationships have become something so overcomplicated, not because they are easy, but they are actually quite simple. And it's often the simple things which are actually the hardest. But just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not simple. Stay faithful to me. I'll stay faithful to you. It's that simple. Simple, but hard. Hard, hard. but But simple simple. but the hard things are often the things that are most rewarding and folks please i think that it's also the unwillingness to admit that you can be tempted or the unwillingness to admit that okay this is actually an issue for me and the temptation isn't the issue right right you would be you know what there's so many associated issues with this i was reading um this like press release and like don't come for me i'm not coming for pornography if you just decide to watch it well no that's your own personal business but just the prevalence of forms of temptation yeah. and pornography can be a really big gateway for a lot of people. And yeah. it was, I saw a stat that was like between the ages of like 18 to 35, 87% of like men watch pornography. Yeah. That's like one example of like, okay. And you can debate on whether you think pornography is cheating to you or whatever. Mm. But I'm just saying in terms of like the access to things that may tempt you yeah. outside of your marriage very very prevalent even when you're scrolling on things like social media i have like regular conversations with a lot of like my male friends that are i think upstanding members of the community and we talk regularly about things like temptations and um how to actually overcome it in order to be a man of integrity in that you are a man of your word and if your word if you decide that you want to be in a relationship with someone and be faithful then it requires hard but simple things it requires you pruning your social media for example so you're not always actively just seeing women that you find attractive on the you know social media whatever it requires you moving in a different way or engaging with people in a different way recognizing that you are actually committed to somebody it means that you have to put effort into these simple things because they're hard but they are simple and it's just like there are so many people that are unwilling to do that the thing is if you are unwilling to do that then be truthful about the fact that maybe being in a committed relationship is not not for you you. and stop deceiving women into committed relationships, knowing that you cannot provide your side of the bargain. That is okay. Just be honest. And a lot of people are not honest because they know that it really, really like it affects the pool of access that they have to people. And it's so 
damning and exactly. unfortunate. Stop trying to rob women of their agency and their capacity to say no to you because you want to deceive them and because you want access to them. Access requires responsibility. There we go. And you need to take up your mantle of responsibility if you want access. There, we there go. is no workarounds. Stop normalizing workarounds. Work hard. You gotta work hard. <laughs> You've got to work it. hard at it and it's not the responsibility of your partner either. Exactly. And, and this is something that I wanted to talk about in this conversation, which is how do we practice as men and women, but how do we practice and cultivate sexual discipline before we get into relationships because oftentimes we get into a relationship and we think that this is a shared responsibility and a shared burden but actually our management of our own bodies and our ability to be self-aware enough to know our triggers our temptations and how we respond to that and dealing with that is actually our own responsibility and our this is a part of the deflection aspect oftentimes when men are caught cheating the question becomes well what did the woman not do versus what has the man not done what parameters has he not put in place what boundaries back to the dilemma what boundaries is he not upholding right or it's even then put onto the women who he cheats with as if they are the ones who have made the commitment when actually and i'm a big proponent of girl code i actually do believe in it but i do think that it's important for us to not run to well why do why why did you take my man why did you do xyz why were you talking to him i'm not in a committed relationship to anyone and i am a big believer in you don't touch things that are not yours but i am even a bigger believer to put responsibility and onus where it is due which is why is no one shining a light on these men why is nobody especially men but more generally in society why is accountability not being put on the men who have made the vow on the men who are doing the cheating Mm. on the men who have been tempted and like i said the issue here isn't necessarily the temptation because temptations exist everywhere it's pornography it's social media it's the the people in your life your actual emotional physical mental needs however the way you deal with that is your responsibility you cannot control well you cannot control to some degree what you are exposed to but sometimes you cannot um, control your body's response mm. to what it is that you have been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exposed to but what you can control is your action mm-hmm. what you can control is what it is now you do in response to that stimulus right our hormones and our body's ability to be aroused is one thing right but our decision to go and have sex with somebody is a completely different thing i don't want to hear i was drinking i don't want to hear she was um leading me and you shouldn't be stop it and put it down <laughs> If you know that, it's not maybe if you know that Ray and nephew is a trigger, maybe you need to say bye to his. Those nephew. are not your pals. Ray and his nephew are not your Mm-mm-mm. friends. Put them down. If you 100%. know that that tequila shot is doing something for you, then maybe you can't be put put down 100%. the sombrero. Put down the sombrero Please. and the margarita. Stop it's it. It's time to discipline our bodies. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I just want to have fun, and sometimes your fun will end you in a ditch. Facts. and you won't be able to come out of that Facts. one so you should stop and Facts. of course we're going to give voice to you know women that are also cheating because i think there's been an element 100%. to which obviously girls i hear it insofar as these men have been trifling and cheating that's a whole I episode in itself own. though and i hear it i hear I promise you i hear it and we'll deal with you okay we'll deal with you but um going back to what you were saying in terms of like accountability and onus i think it's even more tragic when women like when we really place the onus on ourselves to yes. like fix up for a particular yes. relationship and you know what it makes me think of it makes me think of the whole like Denea jackson um situation oh, it, sorry miss jackson i'm sorry miss jackson i'm very very sorry i side note i am so happy that her day of 
of um reckoning reckon- her- I, I was gonna say reckoning but her redemption redemption that's her the word. redemption yeah, yeah, yeah. has come because if y'all have li- was listened to like season two of the pocket you know i was rocking for that Baby. woman that said what a victim uh, to a narcissistic man um and i'm so thankful that what we were able to see with his um with her episode with Letarius White yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitefield. I can't yeah, remember yeah. his name, sorry, but the Dear, Dear Future, Future Wifey podcast, if you haven't listened to it. What I'm so glad we were able to see was her story. Right. And the fact that there were so many things happening around that situation that we can't just latch onto what well, she is this, mm-hmm. and that's why he did that. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. actually we need to humanize women, mm-hmm. that women are not, and it goes back to that example you're giving about Nia Long, mm-hmm. Beyonce, Lauren London, like all these amazing, beautiful women who we hold in high esteem because they do epitomize woman right. you know they are not caricatures they are actually human beings there are people who are going through a complex myriad of different situations Hon- in their honestly. lives right different experiences having happening at the same time from childbirth to loss in, in Danaeus Jackson's case like bereavement this man's been doing this for how long and we didn't see any of that but that's the issue with social media right it's oftentimes let's go based on the surface level of what we're seeing and draw a very deep conclusion and then persecute based on that. And the thing is like, it's so unfortunate that many of us were not able to see that whilst it was going on. Because I remember seeing some really nasty comments around, oh girl, I know that she was out here wilding on the internet, understood completely. But to use it and then reach for, this is the reason that he was cheating. This is the reason that he was looking outside. This is the reason. No. That's he was not the reason because he was there a cheater. Are, precisely. There are, and I love the reason I love the fact that you made a distinction between um temptation and action, right? Environment decision. Okay. Just because there are particular stimulus at, at bay, there are particular things occurring, does not mean that you now have to. Nobody is compelled to ever mm-hmm. do anything. Okay. So her hurting, her, you know, the way that she behaves and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't give anyone license to be deceptive 100 and i think it's that right oftentimes we see people and we see them in their brokenness and think wow well that was the license that you yeah. needed to go and cheat and then also hear more about the story and thinking about some of the signs that you know maybe she should have seen or the red flags that she shouldn't that she should have seen and i think sometimes as much as um as much as we're like be cognizant of the red flags and make sure that you're seeing this person and try and be discerning how about y'all just be good people so we don't have to look for red flags? You know what I mean? Like, I think that we need to have more conversation around being better people as opposed to finding terrible people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think it even speaks to the, the dilemma, right? How could I be so bamboozled? Anyone could be bamboozled. By someone trying to Anybody, deceive. do you know what I mean? And sometimes the signs are not as clear for um, various reasons. It may be due to past trauma. Mm-hmm. Like even thinking about like signs of abuse, right? Signs of abuse are typically can be interpreted by, you know, victims or folks that have um, had any kind of like traumatic experiences as different, yeah. right? I was listening, so tangential, but I was listening to um, the Serial Killers podcast yeah. as per usual. And there was a particular case of um, Carol Bundy, whereby she, there was an interview that she had with a behavioral um, 
psychologist and they were talking about the abuse that she had suffered at the hands of her father yeah. but she didn't call it abuse yeah. she called it like oh no he was actually loving yeah. i was just a bad kid yeah and it makes me think of this situation where some of us the reason why we're not able to discern red flags is because those red flags were green flags there to we us. Go. or we were taught to um sit with our traumas or we were taught that these traumas were not indicative of someone wronging mm. us but more indicative of us being wrong, wrong. so even That's in the good. case of someone like Denea Jackson or in the case of someone you know or even you it may be that it actually takes you a while to discern these red flags yeah. because they were never read to you yes. in the first place yeah. so I think even having that level of grace right we can't just turn to someone and say you should have seen the signs mm -hmm. sometimes the signs are more obvious in hindsight there we go sometimes you need the wisdom sometimes you need the accountability sometimes you need the community of people to be like yo sis mm -hmm. I think this, this one was red you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I think this mm -hmm. one was red. And there are some people like Denea, like yeah. others before her, who maybe didn't see the signs. Yeah. And then to add on top of that, there's been so many people who have seen, because we've literally seen so many generations of women who have been cheated on, of course, these red flags are not going to seem red. Oh, if you're seeing normal. your mother, it's going to seem normal. If you're seeing your mother, if you're seeing your auntie, if 100%. you're seeing your grandmother, whoever, sit with the discomfort of somebody being adulterous or, you know, any kind of misbehavior, especially yeah. sexual, of course, you're not going to treat this red flag as license for you to leave. 100%. Do you know what I mean? And it's just so frustrating. You should have seen the signs. You should have left. I hear it completely. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Mm -hmm. However, I think there's ways that we can deliver it that can be more loving. 100%. I think there's ways that we can be more um, graceful mm -hmm. and allow for more grace for people that do transgress in that mm -hmm. way. And I think there's ways that we can actually encourage them to leave. Yeah. Can you imagine being in Danae's, um position and the internet is literally like slandering you, um, continuing to have fun and make jokes at mm -hmm. your expense. Meanwhile, you're going through this particularly traumatic episode with somebody who said that, you know, I do for the rest of my life. Bruh. And the fact that they've now created an environment which suggests if your marriage fails, it's because of you. Oh. Not because of this man's confession to cheating or the fact that he was exposed that as man. a cheater. Uh. The environment is now, if he's leaving because you're crazy, crazy, right? And it's, again, this deflection. But I love what you were saying about a desensitization that exists with um, within different cultural experiences of cheating of towards cheating sorry towards abuse because we've seen it happen mm. so many times and i think that's why it's important for people whoever has a platform or just in your own life if you are in the position of a sister a mother right. or a, a person of influence in someone's life to continue to problematize these kind of behaviors yep. because then what we see are generational patterns this is not to say that you know Danea was exposed to generational patterns of cheating but in terms of when it comes to things which are actually wrong, but we can't recognize them as wrong because they have just been normalized in our lives through our families, through people telling us to be silent about certain stuff and to not, you know, kick up a fuss about certain stuff. We end up perpetuating these cycles right. for generations and generations to come. And if you are not spoke as much as people get onto people who are like, oh, your standards are too high. Oh, you're, you know, you're making too much of a problem over something. You actually need to keep doing that. And sometimes that's a burden you must shoulder if you mm. are going to be your sister's keeper. It's not that you are trying to destroy something good. You're right. trying to make them aware that something is bad, right. that something is actually dangerous. And just because something has, you know, become made up and it, it looks deceptively beautiful, it's still intrinsically dangerous right. and intrinsically harmful and i love what you were saying about sometimes we need to give grace and this isn't to remove accountability from women mm -hmm. because when i listened to that story for real for real, i was like so he was cheating on you from the jump 
But then again, when you contextualize it with you've experienced a really traumatic event, if you go and listen to the full in- interview, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm. You've experienced this really traumatic event that yeah. has completely shaped the way that you see people, shaped the way you see yourself and where it is you go to seek comfort from that pain. You would then understand why losing someone or letting go of something like that may have been difficult, right. even though the red flags are there, right? But even with that, there is a grace that comes with accountability. Hello. And so even to have quote unquote sympathy for the man who is a cheater, the grace that we can give you is spot the red flags in yourself first. Do not wait till you end up hurting somebody else with it. And do not then comfort yourself with these stupid rhetorics that exist on the internet that tell you that what you are doing, which is harmful to your integrity, harmful possibly to your physical body, harmful to your relationships and to your family is okay. Just so you can feel okay with Mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. You shouldn't feel okay with ruining your life, right? Let's even, if you don't hold women in a regard at all, let me tell you something. This cheating thing doesn't do men well and you can think to yourself oh but I know men who have done it and eaten their cake how many men are growing up and the rates of loneliness in elderly aging men is completely scary right so you can't tell me that you are seeing men really truly benefiting how many men are growing up with their children hating them this is and this is the thing bruh how many men are growing up and their wives completely despise them how many men have been killed by their wives have literally got on their conscience the fact that they completely shattered their family their children are dealing with trauma their wives do not trust them even if they're still living at home they're not happily married you do enter, you want a happy life you enter into the room and people are not happy that you're people in the room. leave people people leave <laughs> people leave. like a bad odor has they entered sigh into the room. they say not this waste of space <laughs> genuinely like i think that's <laughs> no because no no, no because i need more men to be attentive to the 100%. fact that this actually in the long run 100%. is not beneficial for you 100%. and if you do not open your eyes to the fact that the men who have done this historically are not actually living well are not actually happy do not have companionship in old age do not have children who would want to take care of them out of care more so out of obligation you'd realize that you're setting yourself up for your own destruction so even if you don't hold women in high regard hold yourself in high regard enough to actually not destroy your life one thing well two things that also strike me about like infidelity and the normalization of cheating is a the guys that are going for the younger ladies i'm gonna need you to stop right there Hold it, hold it, <laughs> hold it. Okay, because we are going to problematize the fact that there is a growing number of men that think it's appropriate to go for girls that are very, very yeah. young, knowing that they haven't had, you know, any kind of romantic experiences, knowing that they are a little bit more um, immature, quote unquote, knowing that they have capacity to manipulate them into doing things. I'm going to need you all to stop. Okay, it's not okay. It's not normal, and you should consider. Th- like, I just don't understand why you're going for babes that are, you know, the same age as your daughter, for example. Or you're going for babes where you know that you have significant differences in your life experiences, and it's because of again the power dynamic. How often are we seeing it? We're seeing it a lot more often now, and I should tell you that you should thief and desist. And also, whilst we're here, we also do need to address you guys that are there having like sex with ladies and you're in your like 60s 70s 80s 50s not to say that you shouldn't be having sex but i'm just like even the whole oh um 
women as they get older yeah. they become less desirable and whatnot mm. and you have all of these men that are having baby mamas and whatnot i hate the term so much mm. baby mamas even jokingly i'm just like guys stop i want to let you know that your sperm also de- starts to degrade oh that quality um, the quality oh of your sperm gosh. starts to degrade so this whole oh men come into their prime later i can and stuff have like that. children in my 70s I don't give a damn da- just because you can abraham. have something there we go. <laughs> your name is not abraham the lord had a and your wife is not Sarah. i don't know about you <laughs> Your wife is not Sarah. You're not Abraham. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's the whole, I come into my prime later. And it's like, baby, I don't know if that's biologically quite true. But I think you need there to we face go. the reality and of You know that. why I think a lot of people don't want to face the reality of it? It's another reason why people don't want to be average, right? right? Everyone wants to live an ostentatious life. Do not base your life predictions as a normal person on the life of celebrities, Just right? Celebrities who are making millions, hundreds of millions a year can afford the... I guess the negatives that come with aging. So even like then. the access, uh, even then, right? Is it Robert De Niro that just had a baby? Anyway, shout out to congratulations. It's none of my business. It's absolutely done. But nope. the thing about that is like healthcare costs. Right. The fact that right, you can have right, live in healthcare right, support, right, right, right. right? The fact that if you do have children and you are not physically able to take care of them, you, you can afford something. You, you he ain't gonna be running after a three year old child. To go and do the Let's school runs, that bad is called Briggs I'm here to pick up Tommy. Are you his great granddaddy? <laughs> Where's my son? <laughs> you, I can't see too is well. he one of the teachers? No, we should stop. We should stop. Somebody go say you ages. No, no we're not ages, please, but be freaking for real. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually a serious thing. How are you gonna be 90 and running after this two-year-old? But this is the thing, it's like you can actually afford that, right? Because someone else is gonna do the running for you. Someone else is gonna take care of you in your right. old age, or you you have the um ability, like even someone like Diddy, right? You can actually pay to have these younger women like be not to, allegedly i don't know what to say to cover my own backside but in the sense that like they, you can afford can to have sugar babies right yeah. but then there are these people who are running after younger women who you ain't got a cobble to your name like you you actually <laughs> can't afford the lifestyle or the consequences that will come from this lifestyle this because you're it. a normal person this right is, oh, do you know what i mean me. no, no no why is it that men or people in our generation let's even widen the spectrum mm. don't want to settle for the good life that is find a good person and grow old with them and it seems boring like it seems so boring and that's why people are running around cheating because that seems more fun and the thrill of it seems more enticing but the thing that a lot of rich people or people with that capital or resources can afford to do you actually can't afford to do Mm -hmm. because you need a partner in old Mm -hmm. age Mm -hmm. you need children who will want to take care of you because you can't afford to pay for other people to do it and also see them as actual real life companions like genuinely even then seeing women as companions as opposed to play things will help you in life because it, first of all you ain't gonna marry your boys unless you're that way inclined do your thing isn't it but you're 100%. not gonna marry your boys you're not so don't be out like be freaking for real. real and another thing that i i really dislike is you will be at least in the case of um someone like the the jacksons mm-hmm. you will be disparaging certain types of women the baddies the babes that are out here on only fans for example and then you will actively seek them out yeah and then you will say, oh, but they're not wifey material. Yeah. So here's my wife, but I still think it's appropriate to disparage yeah. women and then actively seek Chase those women them. out for sexual encounters. 100%. I want to tell you that you're trifling today. Hallelujah. It's I know called, somebody didn't tell you. I'm here to tell you you're trifling It's called today. having a double-mindedness. <laughs> to be double-minded. <laughs> to be double-minded. I'm telling you. That's it's the actually that they use like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they double-minded. Big, big crazy. 
you need to be careful because it will genuinely drive you crazy. 100%. I, it will actually drive you crazy. The 100%. disassociation that you have between the person you are at home 100%. and the person you are outside and the person you are with your boys, I can guarantee you, not only is it exhausting, it will lead you to lose your soul. And there are so many soulless people wondering, not just men, but women. And our generation needs to be really careful. This whole live fast, die young, you will indeed. And I want you guys, I want you guys to hold your boys accountable because there ain't no way that you attended your boy's wedding knowing that he's trifling. There ain't no way that you are coming to their house, their married matrimonial home, eating the food that she is cooking for you knowing that this man is trifling. There ain't no way that you are high-fiving their little five-year-old, six-year-old, whatever, knowing that come nighttime come dark this man is going to another man's hold your boys accountable and i know a lot of folks would be like oh it's not my business it is it is your business it is and it i just like that to me there is no way come heaven come hell rain or shine courtney could ever come to me she is married and tells me oh renee i'm doing a madness with somebody else heaven forbid do you know the way that i'll go run into her husband first of all i will have if I, that's the thing it's the sit the down thing. with me i will sit down with courtney and say babes you need to go and tell your husband there i'm gonna go. give you three working days <laughs> by close of play by on close thursday. of <laughs> on thursday if you have not spoken to that man me i'm going with an army and we're gonna sit down all together for real but it's that initial conversation with the person right, right? a lot of people want to do the whole it's not my business right. to tell the wife right but it's your business to talk to your boy Absolutely. and you need to take this this term of friend this term and this title that comes with friends seriously absolutely you're there to help your friends not fall into the ditches Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not fall into the traps not end their lives prematurely whether it be the the health and the life of their soul or physically right because some women are crazy and a lot of men wind up dead oh and gone shout out to ti so i think it's no 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 i think it's really imperative for men to see it as their responsibility to be like actually i want to hold my friends to a standard right and if you can't hold your men to a certain your friends to a certain standard because they don't want to live up to that standard why are they your friends are you all trifling together right and then this brings us to another um thing which is you are the sum of the people you keep around you. This is it. If you are trying to live faithfully, but all of your friends are not necessarily single, because I don't think that's the issue, mm. but are cheaters, it's going to, that culture is going to rub off on you. Impossi- and it really impossible. is a norms and values thing, right? It's a cultural thing. What do you see as normals? Is breaking the boundaries normal in your friendship circle and the way that they deal with relationships? Do you think that's not going to rub off on you just because you have a ring on your finger? Even in a time where men ain't even wearing their rings apparently so really and truly be wise that's all i've come to say like be wise and be for real because a lot of us want to live in this delusional place which mm-hmm. is i can have my cake and eat it it's actually not possible it's not possible it's actually baby. not possible it sounds nice but it's actually not possible do your cr ladies do your crb check i know it's harder now because we are starting to meet men in isolated instances and in silos right we're meeting them off social media yeah. we're meeting them at work dating we're apps. meeting them on dating apps so it becomes really difficult to ascertain who's really around them the men that you want their environment without you needs to sing of their integrity and character the way they behave with their friends and what their friends say around you behind you all of that kind of stuff are they good people are they good men because i'm telling you the people that are closest to you the five or six people that are closest to you as your friends i tell you i tell you no lie I'm not lying to you will reveal something about your character. And I know people love to put their friends or like the people around them in some kind of like 
uh, uh, silo or like category away from them. But the people that you interact with will always influence your behavior. 100%. I don't care if you are a stoic. You know, then people is like, I'm not influenced by my friend. You're a liar. 100%. You're a dirty liar. And 100%. It's not good. Or you're alone. You're alone. And that's even there worse. If you're lonely, that means there's something. <laughs> something is everything okay? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. really, really. Um, moving forward, if you are a woman, for example, that's really trying to get to know a guy mm. or like um, if you're trying to identify red flags, I feel like a big red flag to me is if there aren't people around a yeah. guy to really speak of the integrity of his character, yeah. that's a no-no because there you have go. no reference points. You have no understanding of when he's not around with you, who does he hang out with? What do they do? Where do they go, right? And it's not to, you know, be the police or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. even that, that even frustrates me, right? It's like a, as a woman, like the whole mystique of men, right? Like sometimes there's been instances where I've heard guys be like, oh, but what I do outside of you is not my business. And it's like- It's not whose business, the good, the woman. I want to tell you here today, sir, let me liberate you because it's entirely my business, especially if you're pursuing me to have any kind of interaction with me. I need to know who is in your galaxy. Who is orbiting you? And the thing is, men who say that though, does it work in reverse? This is the because thing. there's often this it's like you thing. think this thing works, but if we flipped the roles, if we put the woman why in the man's place, it, if uh, outside are you of this my house, Twitter? baby, why? Monitoring I don't my know you. Why are you on my social media? You are accounts? my husband in the house. Here, you be telling me why is your uh, uh, t-shirt too low? I'm sorry, I got a husband in private. In private in this house. As so soon as I, I step leave, over that threshold, I don't know I'm a single woman. That's when you'll be out here ah, the men would riot. If in fact. There we if go. There we go. And that's how you see that these things don't work. The things that you're saying are nonsense. nonsense. Because they don't work the opposite way, right? Again, having your cake and eating it doesn't actually work. And so then on the more practical side for the men, you are not curating a brand. You are not making yourself the most optimal. And I think dating, dating app culture is what's got us, gotten us here. Not that I hate dating apps, mm. but in the sense that like, oh, put together this perfect profile on the surface that people can look at and be like, yeah, I pick this one. But deep down, you need to sharpen your character Absolutely. and you need to build real systems around you through the community that you have, the way that you deal with yourself in private, the way that you deal with your thoughts and your decision-making, real systems around you, which allow you to be the man that you profess or you desire to be. And you really need to contend with the man that you desire to be. It's not about the whole, oh, this is what I want my life to look like. It's a more so who do I actually want to be as a person? What are my values? What are my morals? And how do I become that? And how do I uphold that? That doesn't just happen overnight. And it doesn't just happen just because you want it. Mm -hmm. It takes actual work, which is something that everyone is particularly men actually understand but when they're in the area of relationships because a lot of bad behavior has been allowed Mm. you can let the the standards start dropping and start slipping and oh well that's okay this is just what happens in our time this is just a cultural thing all these things are hard but what kind of man do you want to be answer that question for yourself because at the end of the day no matter who you wrong in this life we're all answering to the same God. Aye. And we have to answer for our crimes. And it's, yeah, criminal activity. Whether you believe in karma, whether yeah. you believe in God, whether you believe in whatever, the laws of this world are that what you reap, you sow. I mean, what you sow, you you, I'm reap. even reversing yeah, it. Reverse what you sow, you reap, right? It will happen at some point, whether it's for you, and your look, son, if your you daughter. Wanna, this is the thing. If you want to be a cheater, okay? If you want to be having your cake and eating it all the time yeah 
you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Facts. Deal with the fact that the consequences may be out of your control. There you go. I need you because even that, the whole trying to dictate what the consequences no, are. No, 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 and no. And this is why I think the normalization of infidelity is so dangerous because it's an attempt by a lot of folks that are cheaters to dictate what the consequences 100%. are and to dodge responsibility, it's a power dodge play. accountability. When you commit a crime and you're found out. Ah, you do that time. You do the time. You, you do that the, time. Back in the day, we had death penalty. <laughs> you used you to do that time. You know what I'm saying? Do it will come up. Time. It will come up. And you cannot dictate the consequences. You can't yeah. dictate people's um, response to yeah. it. So if you are doing a madness... If a madness follows you, Sha, you know, was, this even reminds me of um, Dana and Ahmed. Oh, <laughs> sis. I don't even think we have space or time, but all Maybe we can say is, day. girl. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you want to come on the pod. <laughs> I was about to say, she might actually come, come on the podcast. Um, but it is, you Child. see how these things unfold. Good and Lord. it's like, no matter how long it's been, these things will fester and whatever happens in darkness will come to light. Honestly. Regardless. And it's unfortunate that people want to be so delusioned. And I'm scared with social media sometimes because it's pushing these delusional <sighs> narratives that you can have your cake and eat it. I'm telling you, it will destroy you. you. And no one around you, not the people that followed you, not the people that created the content originally, not the people who liked your tweets and were cheering you wanted the club when you were doing things they will not be around to help you clean up the fallout gonna get hypertension baby keep having that cake and eating it gonna get high blood pressure and hypertension no the cake ain't worth it no one is going to be there apart from the people you actually treat right and so please treat people right and see that as something valuable to do i can't believe we're telling men to just be good human beings but the same with women right Right. just be a good person it's the same things with like when we're talking about friendship Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of people are like well i don't owe anybody anything you owe it to yourself to be a good person right how about that right 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 and sisters that have been bamboozled we're sorry that this has been you 100%. we are sorry that you know if you have been cheated on or if you have had an experience that has been particularly negative with mm. the opposite sex we're sorry because half of you probably didn't hear the sorry that you needed half yeah. of you didn't hear the closure that you needed we're sorry on their behalf and we hope that you find somebody that's excellent wonderful 100%. and worth your time and don't be too hard on yourself that you didn't see the red flags sometimes those red flags be dipped in a whole sea of other things mm-hmm. and it can be difficult to ascertain mm-hmm. but moving forward make sure that your boundaries are clear make go. sure that you honor them and go. make sure that you do everything in your like remit everything that you can do to ensure that you get the respect that you deserve and as yeah. for the sisters that are currently married to cheating men, we wish you all the best. I don't want to tell nobody to leave, but if you are noticing a pattern and if you are noticing rampant disrespect, and if you are noticing that it's really affecting you, if you have kids, really think about what would make sense for you moving forward and stand in that. And staying is it the only thing. I want to highlight this. Staying is not the only thing. It's not the I best option sometimes. Yeah. There's still a small dosage of rap poo. I'm trying it. I'm trying it. I'm trying it. I'm trying it. But for real. To. Yeah. Sisters, we wish you all the best. And we hope that you maintain your expectations. Please. As much as there may be cultural narratives, whether it's within your own culture offline or the culture that exists on social media. Absolutely. That is telling you to accept things which actually violate your moral compass and your desires. You don't have to bend over for it at all all okay and shout out to the women who are also um not allowing themselves to partake 
in the heartbreak of other women mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. we appreciate mm-hmm. that we appreciate that so everybody stick by your moral compass mm-hmm. this week um <laughs> that's if you believe in it there we go if you believe if you really in it. about it if you don't like we said at the beginning of this podcast this is not for you this is not for and you that's okay. this is not for you and if you want to go run wild in the streets don't be shocked when you get caught by the police <laughs> so <laughs> we, that was good that was real good <laughs> we hope that you have that so enjoyed this conversation as always you can follow us across all social media platforms you can follow us on at to my sisterhood tiktok instagram you can follow a tms on linkedin as well okay support the girls across social platforms Come let the sisterhood now. movement advance but you can follow us individually also my lovely friend in the new specs is at renee kapuku and I am at CD Boating. Let's go. Let's go. We love to see it. And sisters, if you would like to see some weekly growing tips, glowing tips and more, if you would like to be that person of good character that we speak of, you should sign up to our mailing list. It comes out weekly and we share our thoughts of the week. We share the upcoming episodes and let's just say the ladies on the mailing list they always get something a little special Mm. when we're doing some Mm. some cool stuff so please 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 make sure you are signed up the link will be below in the description and also in the show notes but sisters we are wishing you a peaceful peaceful week ahead just peace no problems just peace we don't want problems here but sisters sending you so much love we will catch you in next week's episode and until then keep glowing and growing peace out We're Renee and Courtney, your online sisters, and we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood. That's why we've written To My Sisters, a guide to building lifelong friendship. From working out how to achieve your dreams to boundaries and managing expectations this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community packed with practical advice and personal stories from our decade-long friendship we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find make and keep lifelong friendship to my sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops mom deserves better than a drugstore card This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com